Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. Let's talk movement. So in the daily grind of the Board of Ed in public school, it's very unfortunate that the kids have to sit for very long periods of time. I know when I was a kid in school, it wasn't very easy for all of us to sit for so long periods of time. And we were able to have recess in the morning and recess in the afternoon. And it's funny, I looked at a picture recently of my school and I couldn't believe how decrepit the building looked and how lacking in any basic kid-friendly and child-friendly equipment there was. There was not a single bar or a single item or a single equipment to use and there was not a single blade of grass in the entire yard and I'm wondering how when I was a kid I didn't even notice that and how it didn't even affect me or even bother me and then I started thinking because in the end it's not about the equipment it's not about the grass it's about having the ability and having the space to move around so even though PT is the one that's usually much more involved with gross motor movement OT can look at that also and I just wanted to talk a little bit about some movement especially gross motor so let's talk movement when we're thinking about the kids and getting them out and getting them out and about, especially, you know, gym is a great period and some schools let them go to recess after lunch and let them get that movement. A lot of times unstructured play is even better than structured play. I'm taking a course now all about play and as it relates to therapy. And it's very interesting. What we learn is that really unstructured play is where the kids learn most. So if you're a teacher or a parent and you feel the need to try to structure the play, don't. Let them play unstructured play and see where it goes. You know, the child has a great imagination and will be able to see things and do things. And especially when he's able to run around, see what happens and let him live a little. Let him be a child. And we're not only talking little, little children like my kids. We're talking about students in the elementary school. Let them play and let them figure out what they want to do. So different games, if they don't end up doing anything, of course, you could give them a ball. You could give them a football. You could give them a regular ball, a soccer ball, one of those big rubber bouncy balls, even a hand ball is good these are all different games you could play they could play flyers up they could play 5-3-1 with the basketball they could play horse with the basketball if there's a hoop which i hope there is and if there's tracks they could run around of course a great game is tag and freeze tag and you could do musical tag and musical freeze dance as well if you have music that they could do if you want to give them a little bit of extra input and you want to give them movement games, especially within and without of the classroom. We're not just talking outside, we're talking movement in general, especially in the classroom as well. So you could do that. You could do musical chairs in addition, especially if you can move the desks out of the way. I know a lot of rooms have a lot of materials and a lot of equipment, a lot of furniture in them. So you just have to navigate that safely, please. And you use the musical chairs. You could use an iPod. You could use whatever you want to be able to play that game. But even outside of the school setting, you know, games that I used when I was a little kid, I remember this great laser tag game set. It had a laser gun and it had like a little moving object. They were both gray and that was a really great game to, to do. I had to focus on the object and try to, to see if I could reach the target on the object itself. Of course, the gun is nice to hold and you have that nice trigger finger that you're using and building up that muscle to use that. But in general, laser tag games, if your kids want to come with you, a lot of times they have laser tag arenas and you could have a team and you could bring an extended family to play the game 
and you could do that as well. Of course, there's also paintball, depending on how old the kid is and how safe you feel like that is. But as long as they have the protected gear and they're age-appropriate and you feel like they're developmentally and cognitively appropriate, they could do paintball as well. Make sure they have a lot of protective gear. Make sure they're with you on your team and not fighting against you, especially if they're littler and you still think they could play. But that could be a lot of fun also. There's teams and it's builds healthy competition it builds healthy sports and gaming and it gets a lot of movement involved as well you know archery is a nice game as well where you could uh, take the arrow and shoot it's not as much movement as it is just uh, an outdoor game to get them out and about archery is really cool i happen to think and of course now that the weather is getting a little warmer hopefully it'll stay there's water guns water guns are really great there's so many i remember when i was a kid there were super soakers there were big guns and little guns there were the handheld ones they could go around with and shoot, and then they're the big, real soaking ones. Of course, they're the long cylindrical ones that you splat. And of course, along with the water fights and the water guns, I would suggest water balloons. Those are also really great. You got to get them to throw in and hit the target. You could also include a stationary object as well, a stationary target if you want there to be little holes in the cloth or holes in the box and they could shoot for more points or less points like if you're in six flags and you have to throw a ball through a hole so too you could shoot the water through a hole as well why not make it fun and then of course there's nerf gun sets as well those are nice games to play with kids and kids can play with each other they can play with friends they can play with the family and they're nice and soft and it mimics the action of a gun but in a much more playful setting so remind them to only use these kind of things and to keep it in a playful environment and to never think about the other, God forbid, only keep it good and friendly. Besides for these different things, there's also Gold Noodle that I mentioned before, a great website that has many different channels, many different options. There's the Flow one to calm down. There's the Kids Bop, which I like a lot. It's different kids singing much more appropriately themed songs that are out there. They take away the curses and they make it a little more age appropriate and it's very catchy and they have very cool moves that kids can dance along to that's not so hard. There's also a program called School Moves that a lot of people use within the Board of Ed. I think it was started by a therapist also and it involves a lot of movement activities and eye exercises and different hand exercises and, and body exercises so you can look to that as well. S apostrophe C-O-O-L space moves, school moves. There's also me moves which we use in one of my other schools. I don't know if it was started by a therapist or not, but it's very cool. It shows the visual, and it gets a lot of gross motor involved. So they'll show the hands starting at the top of the screen and going down, and then to the right and around. That's M-E-M-O-V-E-S. It's like a, a body movement program. You could do it in sitting. We do it in sitting, but you could really ideally do it in standing as well. Of course, you could have students march and jog around the classroom. They could jump in place. They could jog in place, and they could do jumping jacks also. And you can make it themed to a superhero or to any theme you're working on currently at the month. You could say jump like Spider-Man or crawl like Spider-Man or hop like Bugs Bunny or run like Elmer Fudd. Whatever object and whatever theme you're trying to go for, you could easily incorporate that as well. There are different games if you want to incorporate video games in the home or if you want to even bring it to the classroom, if you could somehow work it into the curriculum. Dance Dance Revolution, especially if you have that mat, that's a great gross motor game to jump around and dance to. And it shows you the arrows. And then there's also the Just Dance one where you're using the Wii or an Xbox or the PlayStation. You have the controller and you have to do the moves while holding the controller. So it's following directions, it's sequencing, doing different steps, and it's also... Besides for the gross motor of the body that's involved with the dancing, there's also the fine motor of holding on to the remote control appropriately and pressing the necessary buttons as well. There are many different games like that on the, all these different systems. There's also something called Zumba for kids, Yoga for kids, 
And I think there's even Tai Chi for kids, which are all different movement-oriented activities and especially geared towards kids. And it gives them the ability to do that and to follow along in these nice gross motor movements. We might touch upon this topic in the future, but we wanted to give some ideas for now. There's also jump rope and hopscotch. And there's also um, a ball that it, that there's... You put it through your foot and it runs around. I forgot what it's called, but if any listeners know, you can always let me know. And you have to jump over the ball as it comes around and around. I remember seeing that when I was a kid. Don't forget the hula hoop also is a great one. And the last activity we want to give is the obstacle course puzzle. This is a big thing in OT land. I've used it different times. Where uh, especially if you have a puzzle or a card or a letter or a shape or object or a number they're working on, you scatter them around the room and you put different objects in the way. A lot of times we have them lie down on a scooter board, which is just basically a flat board with wheels underneath it. A lot of times we'll have them use the scooter board in sitting or with them on their stomach to get the puzzle piece or to get the different card each turn they take. They try to get a card while weaving around the obstacle course. And then they come back and they put it in the puzzle in the right place or they put it in the pile or whatnot. So it's a nice gross motor game and it gets them involved and gets them moving around. Whatever we could do to get the kids moving, get them moving. Research shows kids can't sit for too long periods of time. They really should ideally move every 20 to 30 minutes. And we just wanted to give some ideas within and without the classroom. This has been OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T.